Hello and welcome to Sherlocktober, a most irregular podcast. Uh, I'm Matty. Joining me, uh, as usual, is Christy. Woo! Hello, Christy. Hello. Christy's joining me for Sherlocktober. This is the thing that we've uh, that I've sort of wanted to do for a while. It's a thing I've been talking to Christy about for most of this year, I think. Yeah. Um, so uh, I thought what we'd start off with is uh, we'd basically do a crossover with our other podcast the wreckers so what we're going to do is uh for this first episode we are going to recommend each other uh, a piece of sherlock holmes specific media and then reconvene at the end of sherlocktober and talk about what we thought of the thing very exciting uh so christy would you like to go first i will okay i will certainly go first I want everyone to know listening that I'm at the disadvantage, okay? I'm the one with the hard job of trying to wreck a Sherlock Holmes derivative media thing for Maddie. And it's going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be like an Alan Moore, what do you get? The woman who has everything type of situation, okay? So I'm going to be throwing my Black Mercy flowers and we'll see if anything takes root. I have like four <laughs> options here. And if I run out of the four, then I retire. I'm done. I'm checking out. And I, I end up in a in a parallel universe dreamscape where they made like 25 more seasons of the Granada Sherlock Holmes. It'll be good. Okay, so let me see which I have four choices. Let me pick which one. I'm most excited about this one, so this is what I want to lead with. Okay, so have you heard of <laughs> Sherry Thomas's A Study in Scarlet Women? Uh no, I know nothing about this. Oh, thank God. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like everything that's kind of enjoyable about the Mary Russell you know, type of Sherlock Holmes stories that are Mary Russell stories. Um, and it's Sherlock Holmes as a woman. And it takes place in, you know, the actual Sherlock Holmes timeline and everything. And um, it has really great female perspective. And the entire book is about power imbalance. And it reads like a really, really, really good fan fiction. <laughs> Which, I don't know about you, but when I'm looking for Sherlock stuff, that's kind of what I want. So... Sherry Thomas's A Study in Scarlet Women. It has a female Charlotte, a uh, female Charlotte character's name is Charlotte instead of Sherlock, and she comes up with um, the Sherlock persona to pursue her own interests and things like that because a lady of her stature and nature in that time couldn't do much. Oh, so it's not just a Sherlock Holmes AU; it's also a Remington Steel <laughs> type of situation. I guess, yeah. <laughs> So it's it's really, really, I really enjoyed it personally. I'd made the mistake of going and being like, what do people think? And I heard a bunch of things. I was like, I don't agree with this. I hate this. Okay, bye, internet. I'm never coming back. <laughs> but uh, I think you'll really like it. Oh, I see. So you, you brought it much like with From the New World. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. You've come deer stalker cap in hand to me just to have someone to talk about this thing about. Okay, that's fine. I'm down. Yeah, I'm tossing it uh, there. We'll see what happens. I am buying this book as we speak while the podcast happens. Yay! Okay, done. So and the second <laughs> book I haven't read yet because I've always like I'll wait and then we'll <laughs> go together. <laughs> um, a study in Scarlet Women by Sherry Thomas. So I don't know the, if I explained it well. I was very excited just now. So no, that's fine. I mean, the the basic premise sounds like I mean, um, it's a series that I've enjoyed. Uh, called the Viola Holmes series, which again is a similar kind of thing, but instead of being, you know, an alternative version of Sherlock Holmes, it's Sherlock Holmes, it's Sherlock and Mycroft's younger sister, oh. and they're they're sort of Mycroft and Sherlock in those books are almost kind of antagonistic because they're trying to like 
you know, th- you know, because they're being like, go to school, be a lady, and she's like, maybe fuck you. I'm gonna do, do an adventure. Yeah. Um. So, but those are you know like th- that. That's like a, a series for kids. That Whereas this awesome. is like your Even actual better. crime book. So. <laughs> uh yeah so I, I, i'm gonna be uh, i'm gonna be very interested uh to read that how did you come across it i read an npr like book review because i'm doing my year of book my own personal weird side project right i'm just trying to read as many yeah. books as i can in a year and i constantly check up on the npr like book lists of like reviews because they put out one almost every week and i saw it on there and i said lady sherlock i'm for that so <laughs> i guess i was like kindle blurp. and i started reading it like the next day because it coincided with finishing and i read that sucker like in a day <laughs> i really really liked it and I, I mean this in a positive way it really truly does read like just really good fanfic which is for me a very positive experience <laughs> you know i don't mean that as a slight at all so I loved it. Well, you you, men- you mentioned um, the Mary Russell books, which is something that I sort of shoved. Yes. Just basically, in all fairness, I had kind of done the thing that I'd accused you of, of <laughs> basically going, I really like this thing, read it. No one else will. And, and they're great. Know, that, that's another thing that does does have like accusations of fan fiction-ness oh, leveled for against sure. it. When it's like every book not written by Conan Doyle about Sherlock Holmes or using the characters is fan fiction. It, it just, is. I mean, to be fair, that's pretty much a true statement, I think. You know, don't come out against this one just because it's about girls. <laughs> that's what it feels like, yeah. And people are like, well, it's Mary Sue and her name's even Mary. And I'm like, and I don't see what's wrong with that. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry, but I can't quite get behind the argument. Because the character is pretty much, <laughs> you know, Sherlock, but it's a woman and that makes everyone really mad. Like, that's it. That's <laughs> like the bare bones. <laughs> what it is. They're like, well, she's annoying. I'm like, well, who the fuck do you think is also annoying? Uh, Sherlock. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems transparent to me, you know? I kind of have to ask an important question, sort of going in. Is there a, is there a Watson? <gasps> yes. Ooh, that's really... And they're also female. Good, that's what I want. I mean, you like know... an amazing older get... lady. <laughs> Another thing I'm sure we're going to talk about at some point over this month. Me and Christy did watch uh, a lot of the Korean uh, <laughs> show Queen of Mystery, which is a kind of riff on Sherlock Holmes with a female Sherlock and uh, a Watson that we referred to as a rowdy boy. Rowdy Watson. Um, he drinks things boy. too fast. I'm concerned for him. <laughs> he drinks lots of hot things. He drinks like really hot, you know, like when things are too hot to drink, he just still drinks them. And that's how you know he's hard. Yeah. Or maybe just damaged. <laughs> There's no feeling in his face. But no, um, I mean, I I can understand that this will, you know, this will have caused some, you know, popped out monocles and clutching <laughs> of pearls in the fan fiction is smelly uh, sections of the the literati. Well, just, just and, and, that... and people get extra touchy when it's Sherlock Holmes. That's what I feel. That's what I've experienced anyway, personally. It was kind of one of the first things about which there was a fandom, almost. It, it is, yeah. Like, the only the only sort of thing I can think of that had a fandom, in a way, before this was um, Goethe's book, The Sorrows of Young Werther, because that, that actually inspired what I think was the world's first cosplay. Really? Of, right, get this. Young Werther from the book, he's this dude who wanders around being sad because he's sensitive and why don't nice girls like him? 
and this was very popular with (laughs) the romantics and um lots of dudes started cosplaying as him and it's like oh my god um but yeah, so I think Sherlock Holmes is. But uh, in terms of fandom, as we understand it, Sherlock Holmes is, in a lot of ways, the like the er example. It is. I was gonna say. I think Wilkie Collins is, the woman in white was also like a really big, you know, serialized story that got pretty popular. I don't know if anyone cosplayed it though. I know people made bets on how it was gonna end, and like, <laughs> like no one was found on the last day it was like published and everything because everyone was at home reading. I know that much. Yeah. Well, there was no TV back then, so... Yeah. yeah it was very good. <laughs> Just from, like, hearing the premise of this book, this is absolutely the kind of book that I love, and it's the kind of thing that I love someone doing with taking this approach to, like, characters that displace so much cultural water as Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson and doing something this different with them. Um, like, there's, there's a book that I've uh, that I've bought and that I'm waiting for currently, uh, called Greenwood, which is uh, a take, you know, which is a retelling of the Robin Hood myth, but where Robin Hood is gay. So it's like, sign me up for that. And this is kind of like a similar thing. It's like taking something that, it, by by this point, Sherlock Holmes is kind of a cliche almost of himself. Yeah, yeah, and it's taking something like that and doing something so markedly different with it. Um, which this sounds like it's going to do. This is absolutely the kind of thing that I love people doing, and it's it's one of the reasons that I'll be like hardcore pro fan fiction till I die. Yeah, exactly. Because I was going to say the... I've I've read stories with a female Sherlock a lot. Like I've read a ton of female Sherlock stories. I have a, a plethora of you know back reference to think of and compare against. It's not like I'm like oh this is the first time I've ever read a female Sherlock. I'm so blown away. It's like let's compare now. <laughs> you know, like let's I, really get I down. Think... I think this is possibly going to be the first time I've ever actually read a female, you know, because there are, you know, obviously there's there's the Mary Russell books and there's a very good series of novels someone's written with Irene Adler as the main character and of course the the, the Viola Holmes books, but I think this is the first time it's ever been sort of a female, other than Queen of Mystery, which doesn't really, you know, which kind of counts because it's kind of based on Sherlock, but kind of also not. It's you yeah. know, it's, it's enough of it's enough of its own thing. I think if you just sat someone down and showed them it, I don't think their first thought would be, "Oh, it's Sherlock Holmes." Um, Maybe not until the egg scene, anyway, where she's in the shopping market. Yeah, using your that, power. that's when it would click and be like, "Oh, she's Sherlock Holmes." Yeah, because um, like it, it's one of those things where people. I mean, it, it's kind of come up recently um one of the sort of main talking points that's that's been going around at the moment is uh the all-female adaptation that they're planning to do of the lord of the flies uh yeah and and you know people sort of pointing out that you you can't change you know like changing the genders of the main characters in the lord of the flies fundamentally changes the kind of story that's going to take place yeah which you know is i'm i'm not trying to say that everything would be completely hunky-dory if a bunch of girls ended up on an island i you know i i went to school with human girls i know what that can be like i'm not saying someone's head wouldn't get bashed in with a rock i'm not just you know i'm not discounting it as a possibility but <laughs> but as like an adaptation of something with a very yeah you know so like pretty straightforward taking... point <laughs> yeah so like so taking like sherlock holmes and making Sherlock Holmes a woman, it's kind of like so many doors are immediately closed to a female Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. The, the male Sherlock, you know, male Holmes could get away with shit <laughs> that a lady of the period absolutely couldn't. I mean, that's part of the reason I really like this series is it's not as simply done as 
like in some fic I've read, which, you know, you get massive leniency there, but where it's not as simple as they're exactly the same character, they just happen to be female. Like, she is restricted by the clothing of the time. She's restricted by the society of the time. She's restricted by even her own choices, like, straight out the bat. It's not like she's this high, wealthy, well-to-do woman that's made amazing choices and now has all this freedom to, you know, become a consulting detective it's nothing like that at all it's actually kind of the opposite she makes bad choices and she ends up in a in a bad place and she's kind of trying to survive and she turns to what she's always been very good at that society has tried to beat out of her basically be like don't talk about those things don't tell people what they're about don't you know do all these things and she finds that it's actually what ends up saving her so i i really really like it and i like that it went through this society at the time you know, it would be very easy to make her just really plucky and really go gung-ho and really uh, kind of throwing it in the face of society. <laughs> but I really like that she's, you know, working within the, the confines of an actual Sherlock era <laughs> and what... And if you've read Sherlock, you can check... There's like basically a mental checklist of being like, how is she going to navigate this? How is she going to pull this off? And then it gets up to that and you're like, oh... <laughs> cool <laughs> you know i don't know it's really great i hope you'll really enjoy it anyone who's listening please give it a go it's I'm, pretty I'm short all, you I'm, can read it in like a day a couple hours i'm i'm almost certain to enjoy it this you know like, like i said it's exactly the kind of thing that appeals to me so uh yeah so I've, I've i bought it while we were talking so that's on its way to me now that's gonna uh jump the queue ahead of the other stuff that i that i have to read because i'm also uh getting back into reading since you know, from, you know, from having virtually no time to read to now having basically all the time in the world, but still, you know, sometimes not having the spoons to sit down and read a book. Yeah. Um, I've been sort of doing that. So this, this is gonna, I'm actually kind of like, I'm, I'm very hype for this. Um, so Yay, I did good. <laughs> you did good. Um, Yay. now I've got, here's the thing, Christy, I've got two choices and I honestly, I honestly don't know which I want you to to do more but i think i've decided okay hit me you um it would it would be fair to say that uh you are a uh, a connoisseur of television yeah i guess you 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 like the tv i love tv we've watched tv yes we've watched tv together we've we've done uh so what i have for you is a made for tv movie from 1993 hopefully you won't have seen it um because I really want you to see it, so I'm kind of I'm kind of torn. It's like, do I want you to have seen this? It's called 1994 Baker Street: Sherlock Holmes Returns. Okay, I've never seen that. <laughs> okay, cool. never even heard of uh, it. I don't think I I I can I can hook you up uh, oh, with, with a copy of this. Uh, basically, it's set in 1993. Okay, and uh, the main character is uh, a doctor uh, whose name I believe her first name is Amy. She's called Amy Winslow. And uh, she gets called out by... She gets called to a house, and I don't think it's her house. It's like, she knows an old lady who's... And I think she's possibly, like, she's treated her in her capacity as a doctor. And there's something up about the house. I I, I probably should have, like, watched it to remember. But um, basically, broad strokes, what happens is there's some noises in the cellar. So they go down to the cellar, and they find a uh frozen sherlock holmes oh my god so holmes using his brain powers <laughs> and probably some you know beekeeping shit or whatever basically put himself in i should point out this is set, it's set in san francisco 
Oh my god! So, okay. Yep. Holmes, at some point in his fifth, in his fifties, I think he's, I think he's supposed to be like in his sort of late forties, early fifties. Rather than retiring to Sussex to keep bees, he went to San Francisco and froze himself. Naturally. Probably just to see what would happen. I mean, it's it's within the character. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. And I think there's something to there's something to do with like an earthquake. Uh, an earth, and he basically wakes up. He comes out. He looks like I don't want to be mean, but he kind of looks like Alan Moore. <laughs> you know, he's all like like really long hair. He's got a beard. You could lose a cat in. He's got like you know. <laughs> I'm aware got, of Alan Moore's face. <laughs> he's you know he's, he's got fingernails like an osprey. Uh, so he gets cleaned up and then it's like and this woman's like uh well i guess you live with me now and she like takes him home oh my god she basically took home a a feral cat kind of yeah it's like congratulations you've adopted a stray sherlock holmes (laughs) um and it's kind of the the idea of like you know modernizing sherlock holmes you know isn't a new one like the the basil rathbone movies were made during the 40s and they were pretty much set during the 40s as you know in terms of like the level of technology and stuff and obviously we've got like today we've got sherlock in elementary which is like if sherlock holmes existed today how you know how would his methods adopt the technology and stuff that we have um but this is a completely different thing where it's basically what if you just picked sherlock holmes up from the victorian times and stuck him in 1993 in san francisco how 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 brilliant would he he be then you know (laughs) here's a spoiler warning christy not great (laughs) i love it um it's kind of like the first the first thing he does is uh when he sort of when he like falls out of his Walt Disney cryogenic freezing chamber uh, Dr. Winslow like she uh, she elevates his legs and like checks his pulse and stuff and he deduces from that that she's a nurse but she's <laughs> like no I'm a doctor and he's like oh okay then and that there's various culture shocks and and stuff like that very where... exciting kind of Kate and Leopoldi you ever see that movie yeah god I love that movie I do too uh, <laughs> You know what? It is. It is more or less. It is more or less Kate and Leopold, but it's Sherlock Holmes. Awesome. That would not be an inaccurate way to describe it. Um, it was uh, written and directed by Kenneth Johnson, who uh, he had a hand in the creation of a lot of quite famous TV shows, including V, which I don't know if you ever saw. I know of it. It's aliens, and they come down, and they're like, "Hey, we're friends." Then it turns out they're not friends, and they eat guinea pigs. Um, <laughs> he. I think he he created the Bionic Woman. Oh yeah. Uh, he developed the the Incredible Hulk TV show with uh, Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno, uh, and he also developed uh, Alien Nation for TV based, based on, on the movie. movie. So it has it has a very interesting pedigree. Um, it makes sense, really. Nineties <laughs> ni- San Francisco, Kate and Leopold. <laughs> suspended animation sherlock holmes tv movie i think it was supposed to be like it was it was one of those uh, it was, I think it was one of the like things that they call... yeah i think it was oh, what's the term for that um like a, a backdoor pilot yeah i think that they call it which to me just sounds like an offensive term for a gay man it that <laughs> like that's the kind of thing that people would have called me in school um oh. It, it, it but it, it kind of it kind of works sort of like as its own self-contained thing that's a nice thing and there's like they sprinkle in like a lot of like the famous like Sherlock Holmes quotes and stuff, and they actually do have the thing of like uh, you know um you know obviously uh, Christy from because it's come up a couple of times in the Mary Russell books the idea of Sherlock Holmes the man having to deal with him sort of himself becoming Sherlock Holmes the character yeah 
and and sort of the nature of this gets to touch on the fact that he he can't tell people who he is because if he says to people i'm sherlock holmes they'll think he's crazy you know they'll they'll you know they'll, they'll think it's like um that one film you know the one i mean uh is it called they might be giants oh yeah it is that's, that's the, the one, one that's the one the yeah one, the one that, the, well, the man Trump, thinks he like, yeah he thinks he's sherlock the guy holmes. thinks he's sherlock holmes what? yeah that's they might be giants you're exactly right is that is that what it's called or is that what is... no that's what it's called that's the name of the film and i think the band and so on and so forth right yeah that yeah so he basically finds himself in that kind of situation so he's basically now like in a because like when he first meets like the dr winslow he's like i'm sherlock holmes and she's like yeah sure you are buddy whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> you look like something that was clogging up a drain and you've just fallen out of a big brass refrigerator so, I love it. It sounds like every like '90s movie, TV movie I've ever seen that I liked. So, <laughs> it's kind of it reminds me a little bit. There was we had a TV show. There was a TV show called uh, Adam Adamant Lives, which was a similar sort of thing of a guy from I think he was from like the Edwardian period and got brought forward to like the the '70s or the '80s. I don't remember which one it was. So it's that kind of like temporal fish out of water. Sounds like an episode of Erie, Indiana, or like. <laughs> <laughs> got that 90s vibe to it uh yeah it is it is it is very 90s um so 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 uh i i, I can hook you up uh with the means to yeah that might uh, be a hard ex- one to, to, to find to experience, to experience this because it this might surprise you christy it's not on dvd as far as i can tell it's not on any streaming service that we know of but your old pal matty got has the hookup so don't you worry um very exciting but yeah, um, I actually I have this on VHS that I taped off the TV, and it must have it, you know it must have been like late nineties when I saw it because obviously you know it was made in nineteen ninety three, but it got like broadcast yeah uh, on UK TV like on I think it was like on Channel Five, which it was the newest channel that we had, and it had like wrestling and Xena, <laughs> the American channel, <laughs> yeah, and like and then terrible films. But that were also re- it was you know the, the films that are like are, are really bad but also extremely good yeah. but they also had like good films because um they for about a, for about a, a couple of months like every saturday night they'd show like a different jackie chan film so Sweet. It, it was that kind of channel and this is where i saw this and um i i, I taped it and i, I uh, it's one of the things that i've that i've kept forever because i really because i watched it so many times it stars anthony higgins as sherlock holmes there's only one other thing that he's been in that I could really re- say to people he was in this, where people would, would go, oh, it's that guy. And it was the other thing I was going to recommend you. <laughs> but I kind of want to I kind of want to sit on that. Oh, really? Maybe, I was going to give you a few, all mine. <laughs> for possibly a future uh, Wreckers episode. Right, so I've got a book, and you've got a terrible 90s TV movie <laughs> made by the guy who created the Bionic Woman and the Incredible Hulk TV show. Again, I think I think this is possibly the first one of these that we've done where we've genuinely taken into account something that the other person might like, <laughs> but also done the the self serving um, thing of I really like this thing and no one no one else has seen it. Please talk to me about it. I've uh... <laughs> Sherlock's such a wide, you know. There's so many Sherlock derivative things and it's such a wide base of you know interest and we we like sherlock things that it's, it's we set it up very nicely for ourselves it's quite easy <laughs> you know <laughs> to be into something that's sherlock ish and have no one else know what you're talking about <laughs> okay so that's what we have 
to, to be going on with. Rather than uh, our usual uh, Wreckers format of reconvening in two weeks, we'll actually, we'll actually be back in five weeks, which is good because that gives me plenty of time to read a book. So the, the last episode of Sherlock October is going to be when we reconvene and, <laughs> and talk, talk about uh, what we inflicted on each other for, for our own selfish gratification. <laughs> uh, but we are also going to be uh, just talking in the you know in the intervening uh, weeks we are going to be talking just about more generally about Sherlock Holmes things so uh, join us for that won't you so uh, this is Sherlocktober a most irregular podcast I'm Matty I am joined by Christy and we will reconvene with you in five weeks time aloha